Welcome back to In Case I Missed It. And today I have a actually like a really cool guest. I've been following her for quite some time. I've also been following her um, YouTube show, Shirley and Shelly. And if you guys have not caught on to this yet, well, after this interview or this conversation, you definitely will. Uh, without further ado, guys, I'm not going to waste your time. I'm going to bring right in Erin Michelle Soto. Did I say that right? Yes, you did. You okay. said it correctly. Awesome. But you want to just be called Erin, I'm sure. Sure. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I go by pretty much um, anything. Some people call me Erin. Some people call me Michelle. Some people call me Soto. And I just kind of answer to any and all of them. So, Well, yeah. you're, 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 you're the main guest, so I have to make sure I say it correct and, uh, and all that good stuff. But yeah, man, we got so much to, um, to talk about and some really cool things to get into. Um, so first, before we get into the meaty part of things, tell us a little bit about you and and you know, what do you do and how'd you get into the whole acting and, and comedy scene? Yeah. So, um, well, I'm, I'm an actress, uh, primarily an actress. Uh, I, I'm actually in Los Angeles right now. It's a beautiful day in LA. Um, don't I'm brag. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's actually, um, I feel you have to just, I just have to remind myself, um, sometimes and just check it outside. Um, because I realize that not everyone has that. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's just, uh, one of those great things that I have to, I have to remind myself. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm an actress and, um, my background is actually my, my mom was a professional dancer for a little bit. And so I've just kind of been in the arts my whole life. And, um, so I was surrounded by it. And so I started dancing a little bit when I was little and, um, and was just kind of figuring out like, what do I do with my life? And, um, I don't know. I just somehow it's a long twisted, like not twisted, but like (laughs) lots of different like twists. Yeah. If it's twisted, then we're (laughs) definitely going to get into the meaty part of things. (laughs) Um, you know, I definitely went through lots of twists and turns and, um, you know, have had my shares of ups and downs. Um, but, uh, somehow I landed on, um, theater and and going to theater school and really falling in love with that. And, um, it was a blessing that I ended up getting a scholarship because before that I thought it was going to be, um, in, you know, in the athletics, um, or something like that. And I just, I, I didn't, I couldn't, I had some really bad injuries and, um, and it was actually a blessing in disguise. So what did so. you do? What was your, uh, what, what were you doing in athletics that kind of led to injuries? Um, I did both, um, cheerleading track and dance, um, uh, cheerleading track, dance and gymnastics. And, um, gymnastics was a lot of injuries and cheerleading was a lot of injuries. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And so I just kind of, uh, it just kind of was. Um, they all started I, mounting up. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, they just amounted up, and I kind of had one uh, one where I was just like, I, I can't do this, and my body just couldn't take it. And um, I was out on a run, and I just in in college. It was actually my freshman year. I didn't even anticipate going to theater school right away, and I just heard music, and um, I was in like jogging shorts, and. I was, I walked into the building and I just knew like, that's where I belonged was in, um, was in theater and 
within by the next semester, I had some some scholarship money for school. That's so, so. cool. Like, so I basically when I was in high school, uh, I got into theater as well. I did uh, a lot of um, acting and singing and dancing and I had a scholarship for musical theater and drama and didn't do anything with it. Uh, I instead went into the Marine Corps, which I served okay. eight beautiful years. Uh, so I think, you know, either or I still did very well. I'm, and I'm in the I'm in the arts now. You know, I'm a filmmaker and I and I do podcasts yeah. and I produce and I do a, a slew of other things. But yeah, this is like a really cool thing to hear from you. Like you, you found your passion and that sometimes is very hard for someone to do is to find that one thing that they love and, and stick to it. So did you go uh, to school out there in LA for this or, or not? Um, no, I, I went to school, um, up in Fresno, which sounds like, why would you go to school in Fresno for theater? You know, like it sounds strange. They actually have really great arts up in there because there is nothing else to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> For those of you listening in the in Fresno area, I am sorry. She put you down. <laughs> there is the sports and arts or you get into trouble. And um, so they, they just have really good sports and arts. And um, there's actually some like people usually actually go straight to theater. They go up to like Oregon Shakespeare theater or there's people who go to Broadway. Um, right. I had some phenomenal opportunities to go. Um, actually they brought some people in and I got to work with some people from, uh, Broadway. Um, and I, I just, I just had the most phenomenal experience. And anytime I needed, like I, I had a create creative idea or wanted mm-hmm. to do something or experience things. I just really had uh, like everything at my fingertips. It was, it was really a great place to grow. That's awesome. And so where did a comedy uh, come into all of this? And of course, I just I, I'm just curious about that. And, and we'll get into yeah, your, your so, shows and so stuff funny. that you've been doing. I had no like I just yesterday, actually, or no, two days ago, I I did the Irvine Improv, um, which was really special to me because it was the very first place I ever saw a live comedy show. And I had no end to end. Actually, my my brother was my, some of my family were there and it was funny cause they were there at that same comedy show that we all saw it together. Mm-hmm. And I had no anticipation of doing comedy when we saw this, it was, you know, just a few years ago. And, um, and, you know, we were all just kind of sitting there, but then, um, somehow I just ended up in comedy and it was kind of, um, an accident where I was just, um, I was actually just in a really talk about injuries. So uh, if you hear me out, that's my cat Sherman. It's so good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I live with a cat. Um, he likes <laughs> stars of shows. He's actually in Shirley and Shelley. <gasps> I, I had to, um, I had to add that. I wanted to ask that because with a name like Sherman, he had to be in Shirley and Shelley, right? Because the oh, yeah. SH play oh, yeah. it's on everything there. He was all over the set as well. Um, so yeah, um, he's, he's a fun kitty. Um, but yeah, it's, um, I got into comedy because, uh, like saying I had my chair of injuries or whatever. I, I first, I moved, I moved here right away and I barely have like my start of anything. And, um, I was also, I was doing dance and theater in school and I had won the national college dance festival. I should probably 
grab my cat if it keeps meowing. Um, I had won the National College Dance Festival. I came down here my first audition. I ended mm-hmm. up in a theater company. And not too long after, um, I got a really bad injury right away. And I couldn't do anything, you know, like when you when you have an injury, you can't audition, you can't you can't do anything right. in terms of like movement because you need your whole body. And it was really depressing because I couldn't go out on any auditions. I couldn't go out on acting auditions or anything like that. And I was like, well, what do I do with myself? So I um I saw this, my friend who was my neighbor, he's a musician and he's like, I always, you know, just go out and I don't know. I just apply for random auditions if I think I'm right or not. And randomly I, I just was like, okay, I applied for this stand up thing and somehow accidentally got invited to the comedy store. Accidentally. <laughs> Everything's a, everything has a theme here, guys. If you're listening right now, accidents might be good sometimes. I just, I don't know. I just keep, I, maybe my life is called falling into life. Um, I don't know. I just, it's, it's, I've, I, I fell into my first job. I fell into like, it's just, things just kind of keep, when I try too hard, it doesn't work. And then when I don't try things just. Right. Which is natural. That's sometimes trying too hard gets you nowhere. And, and, and it's the little things that you don't do that go the right way. It's crazy. It's just crazy. That's life though. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been two years. And, um, from there, like, a you know, I, uh, was a writer creator of Shirley and Shelley and, um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, um, my, my partner, uh, Helena was also the other co-writer creator of it. And, um, and then we created that. I won Best Actress at Film Fest LA. Like so many things have spun That's from that. That's so cool. Um, so it's just been really great. Um, so, and then I ended up at the Irvine Improv where I first saw my first comedy show. So, Oh yeah. man, life comes back around in a funny way. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, your show and how, who, how did you even come up with the concept? What did you, what were you thinking at the time? Um, was it you and your friend, like you said, your partner, was it something that you were looking to create or was it another one of your happy accidents? Um, I think it was, okay. So originally she and I were, it it was kind of a marinade of both because she and I were like, let's make something together. And I was like, okay. And, um, or I think it was the vice versa. I was like, let's make, it doesn't matter. But anyways, um, so we thought of some doing something together. And then I remember thinking of, you know, Shirley and Shelley, like kind of the idea and the concept and starting writing things and sketching things out and stuff. And, um, so, uh, so then we started, uh, writing stuff down and sending notes back and forth and we weren't going to do anything big. We were just going to do something small and not make it anything. But suddenly like the director came in, camera people came in, like all these people just started coming in and it just kind of started turning into something much larger yeah. than we thought be. like it just kind of turned into something mm-hmm. and we're like oh okay and then it just kind of like we just had makeup people and it just it just kind of formed into a really nice happy fun set right and um and we had a really great experience making it and it just kind of magically 
got together. So what was the idea behind it? What was the premise? Uh, just two girls figuring out life and making a lot of mistakes in the process. Um, you know, I is think there it's any, a lot is, is there any background to it? Like, did you yourself, is there, are you putting yourself as a character out there or is it all fabricated stuff? Um, I think that, I mean, everyone always uses a little seed of themselves when they're writing or, you know, even if it's a different gender or a different, you know, something, I think that there are parts of her character, which are some like me and some parts of my character, which are like me and parts of other characters, which are like other people I know. Um, and, and things like that. I definitely think that there's like, my character is, um, she parties, she drinks, she goes out. And like, I'm, I'm not necessarily that girl, but there's an aspect of that girl, which is like me. And Mm. there's an aspect of that girl, which I am. So even though it's not an outward manifestation of it, it's a feeling of, or relatability of inside, which I can identify with. And I think that's that's how people book characters is like, you know, someone who plays a serial killer, even if they're the nicest person, there's just that little feeling of or relatability of of that they can just tap into. Right, right. There's something that that deep down that they can probably relate to in the character, which is scary when you talk about, you know, serial killers or anything like that. But, you know, I mean. We, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we, we could all get into a huge conversation about that, but that's also like crazy. Um, tell me a little yeah. bit about, um, the films that you have been a part of now. I'm, I'm looking at them. You have silencer, right? 48 hours yeah. to live and all of these were you, um, what, what was your, your yeah. part in them? Yeah. So, um, silencer, uh, was the last project that I did. And, um, that was, that came out this year, um, or this within like, I guess it's like a calendar year. I don't know, whatever. So, um, yeah. And, um, it's, I did, I played, um, that was actually an interesting casting situation where I last minute, like you, you always have to be prepared to just be on set because I got a call at midnight to show up to set wow. the next day at 9am. Yeah. And, um, originally they needed me to play one role and that role got cut. And so I thought I was cut out of the film. Mm-hmm. And then there, as I was leaving, like really sad, they're like, hold on, hold on, hold on. And, um, they're like this guy, he handed me a script and the character's name was Aaron. And they're like, just, we don't have this cast yet. So just, hold on to this for a second. They're like, she's like, I'm going to try to get you this role. And I was like, okay. And, um, so I went in and I read for the room and it was kind of, um, I played a, an AA leader, Alcoholics mm-hmm. Anonymous or whatever. Mm-hmm. And for me, like I've always played kind of, you know, I was like, wow, this feels kind of like a mature, like role, you know, like I need to feel, I don't know. I'm, and you can be any age to be in Alcoholics Anonymous or whatever, but mm-hmm. I was just like, what I mean by mature is someone who has like a strength in them. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so you can be any age to be mature. You can be 13, you can be 14, but it just has that certain strength. And I was like, okay, um, I'll, I'll do that. Cause I have to hold this whole room around me. And age wise, it was a lot of people who were of more mature year, mm-hmm. like not everyone, but you know, there were some people who were like 40, 50, you know, like, like there were just more, you know? And so I was like, okay, I need to have that maturity in me, but, um, I ended up booking it. So it was great. Nice. And yeah. And so I got a couple, um, like I think like half, half the scenes cause they always chop everything down. Right. So right. I got, I got at least, you know, the first, the beginning, like parts of the film in it. And so I was really happy about that. Now, uh, something interesting here. And I love, like, I, I, I hope this, this is true. You played Stormy Daniels in a comedy sketch. Is this, <laughs> <laughs> I did. Okay. I t- did. How did this, uh, you got it. You so, got it. Yeah. yeah. You wanted me to play the young Stormy Daniels <laughs> um, from, I guess, you know, then the nineties. Yeah. And um, it was this comedy set sketch. Obviously it was a, you know, very G rated version of it. Um, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> I got a laugh. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it, it was just, um, making fun. It was during the whole scandal situation. And so, you know, they're like, can you come in and play Stormy Daniels? We feel you kind of look like her. And oh I was my like, God. um, okay. I feel like I'm missing a few body parts, but all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sure. Um, you know, just do my hair and they had a really good makeup artist to make me look more like her. That's um, cool. Like I really just have the blonde hair, but, um, but yeah, it was fun. I just studied her a little bit and I'm really, I'm, I'm good at, um, impersonations yeah. and, um, voices and stuff like that. I have kind of an interesting speaking voice, but, um, whenever I go do Shakespeare, I, I get deeper in my voice. If I do voiceover, I go higher, or, you know, whatever. I just, um, we have range and that's really good. Yeah. 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 So, um, some people, when they, after I do a uh, standup, I'll be talking kind of like a little bit more stand up or whatever. And mm-hmm. I'll be like, yeah, here. And they're like, huh? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm just like kind of talking a little bit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, and so, now what do you do for a living out there? Is this, is this a constant thing where you're looking for gigs? Are you, uh, currently booked? Are you, are you on a schedule? Do you have a nine to five? Like, you know, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people that are going to listen to this that are going to want to get perhaps into some type of, of, you know, maybe acting or stand up. like uh, show, tell us a little bit about the process. Yeah. So, I mean, like right now it's, I'm just like, I'm looking for my next job and there's some stuff that, I can't talk about that looks like it may hopefully fingers crossed right. in the work. Mm-hmm. Um, like, please cross your fingers. Um, I'm crossing them right now. Trust me. Toes and everything else. <laughs> um, <laughs> because yeah, it, it could mean everything. It could be nothing, but if, if it does happen, then it means a huge, huge thing for me. Um, uh, financially and I, I, it would just mean everything. And do you have um, an agent then? Like the, are you, or are you so looking, I, are you doing I, these things on your own? No, I do have it. I do have an agent. Um, and you know, it's, but I do think that like for every actor and stuff, you really have to be like, they get 10% and you get 90%. And so that means you're doing 90% of the work of the work. Right. Yeah. So you have to keep that in mind. And 
you also have to like, I forget that they even are doing 10%. I'm just like, okay, great. I'm doing hundred percent of the work. Oh yeah. I have an agent. Um, so <laughs> I just, um, I, I don't know. I just take it from the perspective of just take the bull by the horns and, you know, just do your own work and do your own job. And, you know, eventually people will come behind. Um, as far as like nine to five jobs, it's really hard to have nine to five and do this industry. If you really, I mean, I guess, unless if you have something where you're so flexible that you can just leave, um, you got to, you know, you need to find some sort of situation where, um, if you are doing some sort of side gig or something like you really got to find some sort of hustle. Like I think that Uber and Lyft and, you know, all those things are great because you, you create your own schedule. Right. Um, right. So if it, I go to LA and I'm looking for an Uber, am I, am I going to get picked up by you? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Um, well, I'm not, I'm not driving Uber. Um, <laughs> my, my mom said that she would Uber me home if I drove Uber. Um, oh <laughs> she's scared I'd get kidnapped. <laughs> so, oh my God. Yeah. She was like, if you take an, if she's like, if you drive Uber, I will Uber you home. Um, Is your family but, from Cali as well then? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, I have a Cali family. Um, they're not in LA, but um, it, they're, um, they're in SoCal. So. Very yeah. cool. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. trying to like think, I mean, I'm in the East coast, I'm in Jersey. And um, I think that I finally That's hit that threshold. What was that? <laughs> It'd be a long Uber ride home. A super long Uber ride home. But I, I do travel. I, I was traveling a lot out there to do different films and, and documentaries and stuff like that, that I was getting hired to direct. And I'm thinking to myself, God, like, you know, maybe the weather is nicer and creatively I can do a lot more stuff with my production crew and blah, 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 you know, out there. So thinking about it, you know, like it's, it's a big move, you know? So yeah. I think that, you know, wherever you want to live, like if there's a city where you can build your resume, and this is certainly something that I learned after I moved here and realized, like, there are so many other cities where you can start building your career before you move here um, for film and television. I'm not sure with the whole Atlanta thing anymore, but um, yeah, there's something going down, but um, there's, there's a bunch of other cities where you can start building your career. Like now you're a filmmaker, like you can start making your films. I, I have, um, or even this, this, uh, guy, he got this huge $50 million film deal and he just makes films in Fresno. Like, you know, um, or he built a 50 million. I'm not exactly sure how much money he got or made or whatever, but it was, it was just this film that he made and it turned into this huge, huge, huge success. That's amazing. Um, and he's made more than one. So, you know, I, I don't know how that works on your end, but I'm just saying like, you can, there are these little pockets of cities where you can start to build your resume and get all of these great credits to start. Of and course, then yeah. because it's, it's, so, it's so saturated here. A hundred percent. Yeah. You have to find your own niche and then get your way up. But once you're in here, it's, it's great. So that's amazing. That's some really solid advice to anybody who's listening in and, um, is looking for a new fresh coat of paint in their life to, you know, and, and do something different. You're right. There's different pockets of different niches out there that you can definitely get your hands on. Um, any advice to like anybody 
uh, who perhaps is in your shoes or or just starting out in in the industry from what you have already observed and 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 places that you've been and how you continue to grow in the industry? I would say like, you know, if you love this, like if this is what you want to do, then and you're passionate about it, then like do it. There's no one stopping you. Like it's, it's achievable. It's doable. You know, like you can, you can make your, your dreams work. Like I've seen it happen over and over and over again. Like people's actual dreams come true. I mean, I'm surrounded by every, like so many people every single day, but I also see like people think that they can move here and just like kind of, you know, just half, half do it and you can't like you have to be all in you have to be a hundred percent dedicated and I think a lot of people don't realize the um dedication that it takes and you know I don't want to say sacrifice because some people think that you have to like sacrifice all these things which yeah that's that's true I mean there's a lot of things that you know sometimes you end up giving but if you look at it as a sacrifice you'll probably end up um not surviving right right and how's the um how's the love life for the people out there who are doing stuff like you're an actress so you know you're pretty busy you're taking gigs all the time can you find someone out there who not only understands the amount of work that you're putting in but is also not the type to be like hey you know i don't like that scene or i don't like what you're doing there like Explain a little bit about that as well, because I'm pretty sure if, you know, you want to get into this type of business acting stuff and, you know, I didn't follow through with it. I do work with actors, but I personally don't know, you know? Yeah, I would think like for me, like it's definitely one of those things, like if you want to look at like someone seriously, like I think that a lot of actors choose not to be in relationships for those reasons, Mm -hmm. because it's really hard. Um. And that's something also to consider because some people are like, oh, I, you know, I, I just, it's too hard in that direction because you're just so focused on your career. And especially as a female, like to be female, like career oriented, it's, it's difficult. But I also find that like, I don't know, I, I, I think that there's so many great people out here and I think that there's like anything's possible if you're committed, you know, just like your industry like what you want. I think that anything's possible. And now do you, how do you, um, put your, your, your foot forward, you know, especially with, with, you know, a lot of the stuff that's been coming out with the inequality and pay with actors and actresses and, and how hard it is to perhaps, you know, get into the business. We've heard all these, um, things that the Weinstein dude did, you know, like horrible, uh, stories that come out of Hollywood still with, you know, how they treat women. Um, I'm Mm -hmm. assuming you have not had any type of encounters with anybody who's been a complete prick to you or anything like that, or, or has anything, you know, have you been on the lookout, anything near like it, like your own personal feelings about all this stuff? Yeah. I mean, I think that you have to, as an artist, it's challenging because you have to always remain open and you always have to keep your eyes fresh and new with new people. And that's when the whole reason why the whole Weinstein thing went down is because, you know, like actors, you have to be vulnerable in a room or situations or with producers or with people. And when you're open and vulnerable, that's where, you know, that leaves a room open for anything to come in. Good people, bad people, medium people, you know, Mm, and and happen. 
Um, I do think that, you know, sometimes it's a, it's a mutual situation where, you know, I think there's a lot, a lot, a lot of victims. I feel like there's a few people who have been crying wolf, but I think that that number is so minimal that, you know, I think it's negligible. And I think that this is a really important, um, topic that needs to be looked at, um, and, um, taken seriously because it's, it's hard. It's a, it's a hard industry for, for women. And, um, you, you know, it's just, it's, it's unfortunate the way that, that it is, but it's also like, you know, I don't know. Um, but you, but for you, um, with, with obviously you're, you know, you're doing this on your own as well. So are you part of any unions? I am. I'm, I'm sag after. Okay. So, um, obviously because of that, uh, you know, there's certain guidelines that need to be met and, you know, and pay wise, like, do you still feel that there's still a huge gap there or do you feel it's, uh, there's a, a gap being closed between male and female actors? Well, most, I would say for male and female actors that it's at the base scale line, it's going to be base scale. It's going to be normal. I would think right now it's at the top. It's those other, you know, the other, um, uh, people working higher up where you'd have to see, I'd really have to see the paychecks. Mm-hmm. And that's really hypothetical right now. It's not really a question that I could really necessarily answer until I get there. Um, well, to me, you're almost there. So don't worry about it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, thank you. And I look forward to having to deal with those quality problems. Um, wow. And head on. You know, I like that. Yeah. So it's, it's, um, those are things that, that to anticipate and, and to look at, but I also can't be sitting there saying, Oh, look at his, his mm. paycheck versus my paycheck all of the time. And, and sometimes you just have to kind of keep your eye on the target of where you're going and not always be looking, you know, I don't know if ever you ran track or anything, but I, I learned that the only way you can win a race is if you look forward, if you're looking to the side, that's where you trip. That's where you fall down. That's where you get trips because the person on the other side will trip you. Great advice. Yeah. The only way that you can win a race is to just like run your own race and just like, keep going because the more you focus on the other people you know it's it's i I mean if they come into your lane that's when you get them out of your lane but other than that just run your own race nice well you know what i want to um that's by by the way great advice i want to just go ahead and and move away from the bad things and the talks about you know the weinsteins and and, and money situations and the crap and get into a little bit about your comedy right Mm -hmm. so i i want to i want to clear the floor for you. And I want you to maybe do a small little segment like you did uh, the other day at the improv, like bring me into speed here. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's, let's get, let's let me be a part of your, of your show. Basically. Of the show. I don't normally do uh, stand up. Yeah. Like uh, comedy on, on live, uh, joke things. That's, um, uh, yeah, I don't want to, uh, say anything wrong. Um, yeah, but um, I do have to say, I will tell you a funny story though. Um, yes. that actually, happened. um, I I was um actually coming back from the uh, the improv, and um this this lady um so I was sitting down and I was having lunch on the way back from the improv to Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and I was eating this cauliflower broccoli 
Mm-hmm. And she looked at me and she had like her hand on her heart and she was looking at me earnestly and she was all, are you keto? Are you keto? And I looked up at her and I was like, oh no, I'm Aaron. And I'm, anyways, I'm paleo, but um, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. This is like, this is what I'm, t- I, I need this in my life. I need to head out there and like watch, you know, I've, I've only been to one real comedy show out here in, in, in the city. That's crazy in New York. So like I need to get out and, and head out to some of these because, you know, you got that's hard work. You guys are putting in actual freaking work out there on stage, you know? Yeah, it's fun. Um, I like it. So. I know. It sounds like you're, you're having a blast um, doing it. And, and uh, you know, your career from so far from what I'm seeing and your posts and all these things like you have your eye set on something and it's it, from what it sounds like, from what you told me before, if something clicks, which, hey, you're putting positive positivity out into the world, you get positivity back, right? So it seems to me like you're really getting yourself involved into in a lot of great things. And um, you have you you have your, the right mindset, you know? Yeah, thank you. Of course. Um, any future projects or anything that you want to plug uh, or anything that you are doing right now that you really want to push that you want people to head out there and check out? Yeah, well, um, I mean, for the people, I don't know. Well, tonight, people won't hear that on time. So um, I'm always doing shows in Los Angeles live. So please um, follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Aaron Michelle Soto, Michelle with one L. Um, please do all of that. Shirley and Shelly on YouTube as well as Aaron Michelle Soto on YouTube. But also, um, uh, I can't even talk about anything yet. Um, just <laughs> Damn please, it. Please, please, please. If you guys yeah. are listening to me right now, I've been trying to plug things out of her, but she won't tell me. Uh, you know, I don't know. Pray if you pray, like higher, like higher power. Or if you don't pray or do any of these things, crystals, I don't care. <laughs> crystals. Um, <laughs> 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 um, yeah, there's, there's just some, some, uh, potential stuff but if not if that doesn't go through something else well so no of course and listen um that's what we're here for and and a lot of the people that listen to me are all about positivity and helping each other out so um guys again youtube.com slash shirley and shelly you want to go check that out and her name is erin michelle with one l soto so you want to head out into uh ig and Go there and you'll find all, I mean, all of her information that you need to know through there. Um, She's also on IMDB. So you want to check her out uh, there as well. If you're in the Los Angeles area, I'm pretty sure that she will post whenever she goes live and when she's doing something out there. Um, you're, You're living the dream, you know, and from what it looks like here, you know, like just don't let anything get in your way, basically. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, yeah. I keep going. Yeah. yeah, for sure. No, yeah, you're kicking ass, man. I'm really happy. I'm glad you came on. Uh, I know we've kind of like set this a while ago. So um, I'm hoping that I'm able to bring you back later on in a future date to kind of hopefully get good news or any type of news uh, on on your untold uh, success that you can't say anything yet, I hope. So, um, but yeah, man, would you be willing to come back? Yeah, sounds great. Yeah, man, that'd be cool. And if I ever head out there to the uh, LA uh, side of things, I'll, I'll hit you up so that way you can make me laugh in person. Awesome. Sounds great. All right, cool. Thanks again. All right. Thanks. You too. La, 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 la.
All right, I want to thank my guests for coming in today. It was amazing just being able to hear her conversation about how she got into the business and everything, how it has basically transcribed itself into greatness. I mean, like she has some uh, potential projects that are coming up that could get her to where she wants to go. So um, nothing but prayers. And I hope that you do get it and uh, you succeed with that. So with that being said, guys, thank you again for listening to me in case I missed it. I was... uh, off last week we took a little break in between there but uh we are back and uh we're gonna continue the party here with um all the shows and interviews and talks and i got so much more so many more things i want to bring to you so uh stay tuned on you i mean on you like news and 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 my production company and a job and this and that like i want to just share it all with you so uh in order for you to kind of like stay in touch with what i'm doing make sure you follow me on twitter at underscore alexis cardoza you can follow me on instagram if that's your uh cup of tea at alexis cardoza and there's a brand new app out there by the name of rumble r-u-m-b-l make sure you download that it's a awesome video creator app and that's where i'm also going to be spending most of my time on creating videos and getting back uh to building a great community on there so you could catch me on there as well at alexis cardoza when you do download it make sure you hit me up and send me a video or tweet or whatever saying hey i'm here i'm here to say what's up all right guys i'll catch you again next week make sure you don't to uh share subscribe and rate this podcast And let's continue making some great content out there together. Talk to you guys soon. Later.